listening to the Business Building Rockstar Sessions with your host, Nicole Holland. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Business Building Rockstar Sessions. Today's episode is a clip from an upcoming Business Building Rockstar Summit 2016 session. I hope to whet your appetite with this and that you'll want to come hang out with us for the live event November 1st to 10th, where I'm bringing together business building rock stars from all over the world to teach about some of their favorite business building strategies and how you can apply them to your own business right away. Let's listen in to today's episode now. Hey there, welcome to the second annual Business Building Rockstar Summit. I'm your host, Nicole Holland, and I'm so thrilled to have you joining us for this incredible value-packed 10-day online event where I've brought together top industry leaders who I personally respect and admire to share about some of their favorite business building strategies in order to help you build your business like a rock star. Linda Dassault is the author of Write Your Way to More Clients Online and the founder of ContentMasteryGuide.com. She helps wellness practitioners and other small business owners attract new clients through her wonderful blog. Linda's been using Twitter since 2008, and it's one of her most favorite ways for connecting with people online. And since she's so passionate about passing along valuable lessons learned over the years, Plus, she's an all-around rock star. I'm super stoked to have her here with us on BBRS 2016 to talk about how to use Twitter to build your biz. Welcome, Linda. Thank you so much. Hi, Nicole. Hi, everyone. Hey. So let's start out with what Twitter is. I mean, we know it's a social media platform, but let's talk about the benefits of Twitter and why we should even care when there's so many different platforms out there. For me, what makes Twitter different is the instantaneous nature of being able to connect in the moment. Um, I do a lot of Twitter chat, so using surrounding a hashtag, a word with a number sign in front of it, where a whole group of us online on Twitter at the same time, you know, all over the world, and participating in a in a you know in a word based text based as opposed to um, on an online conference or bridge line. You know, we're all chatting at the same time, and I love that aspect of it. It can be very immediate. You can get very immediate feedback, and yet as an introvert, um, I also love that it doesn't have to be immediate. That I can sit and pause and think about what I want to say back in this sort of online chat world. I can think about what I want to say before I actually type it, and because of the character limits, I think it's ideal because you need to think about what you're going to say because often we tend to want to ramble or we tend to not focus our thoughts or our words as carefully as maybe we should before we post them onto a public forum. So Twitter having that character limit really, I mean, over the years that I've been on Twitter, I have, I'm sure it's helped my writing become much more concise and focused because I can now... And I can, if I have a message in my head, I can tear it down in my head. I can think, well, how would I put that on Twitter? You know, how would I shorten that? How can I, you know, use active language instead of passive language? Like all the tricks that make you a better writer in general really help you to write better on Twitter. So I find, you know, Twitter helps my writing along with all the wonderful connection tools that it, it offers. Awesome. And how is it different than other large media, uh, social media platforms like Facebook, like Instagram? How does Twitter stand out and stand on its own? To me, it stands out because you can 
chat with and follow and interact and learn from people, whether or not you're connected, whether or not they know you're listening, whether or not they know you're watching. Uh, you can have lists. I have entire lists, of what they call a private list in Twitter, of people that I'm watching, and many of them may not, I may not follow. They may not know that I'm watching them. They may not know why they're on my list. I, I might have a media list. I might have a competitor's list. I might have a potential client, people that I might want to reach out to someday. So I find for organizing my audience and also like I said, my, my learning community, people who I want to learn from and watch, uh, Twitter allows me to do that with some really neat tools, I find. So I think that that's one thing that differentiates it is that I can, you know, I guess I, I can connect with people and they can connect with me, but I can also gather a huge amount of knowledge and information without ever having to, to make that step if I, if I don't choose to. Fantastic. So let's decipher some of this language before we go any further, because for those people who are not like in the Twitterverse, <laughs> they don't know what we're talking about because I was one of them a year ago. I'm like, I have no idea. So let's break it down and give a English description of some of these terms. So what are some of the common Twitter terms? Well, you'd want to know what a mention is. A mention on Twitter refers to somebody's handle, which is their name on Twitter. So my Twitter name is at Linda Desso, pretty simple. So if somebody puts at Linda Desso into one of their tw Twitter messages or tweets, then I will be notified that they mentioned me. So mentioning someone or tagging someone uh, means putting their username with the at sign in front of it uh, into their tweet. So that's a, a really important term to know and to understand. Other ways that you can interact with people are to retweet something that they have posted. And that, that you know, on other social platforms like LinkedIn and Facebook, they would call that a share, where you take somebody's message and you repost it to your own audience. It's doing the same thing when you retweet. Uh, with Twitter, you can also add your own commentary, which I do highly recommend. If you add your own commentary, it shows your audience that you're participating in the conversation, you're adding your own value, and you're showing them what you think is important about this content, why you're sharing it, and so even if it's not your own content that you created, if you're retweeting something and you add a, a piece of commentary, it still shows that you're an expert in that topic because you have an opinion and you're sharing that opinion. So retweeting is one of the most valuable things you can do to build up your own credibility as an expert. And it also is wonderful at building relationships because when you retweet somebody, then that tweet that you've sent out will automatically have the person's name in it. So you've mentioned them, you've tagged them, all those wonderful things that mean the same thing. And so they will be notified that you've retweeted them. So I actually have a list, a, a public list, so people can see who's on it, of people who have retweeted me. So it's, it's uh, my, my retweet heroes is what I've called the list. And so I don't always remember to put people on it, and I apologize when I, when I don't. But it's just a way for me to acknowledge those people and uh, make a little connection with them and also to, to monitor them. So if, if one day I'm looking for some new content, I go over to my retweet heroes list and see if I can share something that they've posted because that, you know, that's what I, I try to do. So those are a couple of important terms. I'm sure there's plenty more people would wonder about. Well, let's talk uh, DMs or direct messages. 
This sure. is where so, it goes like right to your private inbox, right? It's kind of like email. Tell me what you, um, what you think about these and is there a benefit to using them? Is there not? And if somebody is just starting out on Twitter, what can they expect when it comes to DMs? Sure. Well, I don't recommend automatic DMs, <laughs> automatic messages. So when somebody it becomes a follower or does anything um, connect with you, I do not recommend automated messages that, that go into their inbox or that are public because some people have automatic messages that go out in public. I don't recommend that. Um, direct messages are, as you say, a direct line into someone's inbox. So it is a very, it can feel very intrusive it's not wanted or expected. So I think uh, it's very important to remember that this message is going is, is going to look like email. And uh, in most cases with automatic DMs, it'll look like spam. And it'll be treated like spam. And it'll be uh, irritating and annoying to the person who receives it. So um, I've, I've, I'm not totally up on the changes, but I do believe Twitter uh, changed things so that you can actually direct message someone who you're not connected with. Um, which really opens the door to a lot more of that kind of behavior. I tend to treat direct messaging as something I use only for people that I'm not only connected to, but have a, a, a personal, I've made some sort of personal re relationship with already. We've corresponded through public tweets. We've had a little bit of a back and forth. They've shared something of mine. I've shared something of theirs. They've responded to me directly. We've had a common interest in a Twitter chat or a conversation, a bigger conversation that was happening, or someone obviously that I know in person or in, you know, that I, in my work life that I have a not necessarily offline relationship with, but off Twitter. <laughs> so maybe we're connected uh, in the online world, you know, we, we email each other all the time, that, that type of thing. I might direct message someone just if I happen to be on Twitter and uh, thinking of something or I want to respond to something that they put on Twitter, I might just you know, do the direct message. So that's a little bit about DMs and how I use the function and, and really what to, what to watch out for and not do, even if the experts tell you that it might be a good idea. Stay away from automated DMs. All right, so that was just a short clip from our session during Business Building Rockstar Summit 2016. If you got value from that clip, I hope you'll head on over to bbrsummit.com to sign up for free for your pass to hear the entire session as well as all of the other general sessions to help you build your business like a rock star. We've got amazing, amazing rock star speakers, and I know that you're going to get so much value out of it. So again, bbrsummit.com. Head on over, grab your free ticket. Until tomorrow really blown my mind. You've really blown the lid off of all of my expectations. I knew that anything you would do would have high integrity and lots of great, amazing content. If I know anything about what you bring to the table, I know that this year is going to floor everyone and I can't wait. The Business Building Rockstar Summit really became a part of my everyday business, it became such an addiction. It was something that I'm using right now and something that I'm seeing results from immediately. 
I am so excited for BBRS 2016. This year is going to be even bigger, even better. And I know that it's going to make my business explode. I had a whole year to stew about everything that I learned last year. And now I need to learn new tricks and Nicole's going to give them to me. I have to say that from the summit, it has given me a level of confidence and that push that I needed to really get started. I was hoping that I would get some strategies to help me to decide which route to take. And I certainly did get that and a lot more. I don't know how you can do any better in 2016, to be perfectly honest. I thought that was fantastic. I've never seen that before in any of the summits that I've invested in in the past. This really has been a fantastic experience. What I was most looking for was something that would kick my business in the butt. I really needed some concrete details. And so, yes, the summit did deliver that, absolutely. There's a lot of things that I got that I wouldn't have done or gotten around to anytime soon if I hadn't participated in the summit. BBRS 2016 is one of the best, if not the best place to be in 2016 when you're about building businesses online.